Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Continental Extreme Contact DWS 06+. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd. Head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. The volume. The Three and Out Podcast with me, John Middlecoff, is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. Great odds and markets for baseball, the NBA, NHL, PGA Tour, and so much more. Awesome new and existing user promotions. America's number one sportsbook. Very easy to use, safe and secure. You get your winnings fast. I cannot recommend it enough. Love gambling with FanDuel. If you are a new Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code COLIN so they know we sent you. What is going on, everybody? John Middlecoff, 3 and Out podcast. A little Sunday night work. Uh, I I wanted to do a little something-something. Where I picked five quarterbacks, five young guys that I think have an astronomical amount of pressure on them. Now listen, playing quarterback in the NFL, you have a ton of pressure. I picked five guys that were all 26 and under. A couple guys, you know, a lot of them are second year players, but some of them are older players. And I I just, I I think coming up in this offseason and definitely this fall have just... I would say the weight of their franchise on them. The, obviously, when you play quarterback, the intensity, the pressure is all there. It's just the nature of the position. It's why they get the most money. It's why they you know, get put on the billboards. It's why they get the girls. It's, it's why they get it all. But it's also why they get criticized the hardest because it's just the nature of the beast. And listen, sometimes, and listen, 3 and Out podcast, you listen on Collins' feed, make sure you subscribe to 3 and Out feed 
Also, Middlecoff Mailbag, at John Middlecoff is my Instagram. At John Middlecoff is my Instagram. Fire up in those DMs and get your question on the show. We put one on Tuesday's show, and we also put one on uh, over the weekend. So fire in those DMs. But I think sometimes, and listen, I am guilty of this, that I can be critical of younger players, specifically at that position, that might be a little unfair. Because think about the difficulty. I think back to when I was hired out of college. When I left Cal Poly and I went to work at Fresno State, and then I went from Fresno State to work for the Eagles, it was really, really intense. Right? You'd never had a real job before. And then you get the pressure of working with all these people in an intense industry. Any job that you have, whether it's in sales, whether you go work in finance, whatever you're doing right out of college is hard because you're just not used to that environment, right? So the pressure that these guys, they get drafted really high, get put under is insane. I I, I can't relate to that at that age. So I, I admire and understand, having seen it, that the pressure that gets put on draft picks, highly paid players, famous players, it's not easy. I think we all understand that. But I, I think sometimes, especially now in 2022, our expectations for young guys, we don't wait. You know, and, and that might be the internet, social media, the noise. R- regardless, like, we just don't wait. If you're not good early on, we just think you suck. And, and listen, I'm guilty of that. You're guilty of that. Teams are guilty of that. No one's alone. Like, Bill thinks that. Middlecoff thinks that. And, and the guy sitting, the plumber sitting on his couch that's a big Jets fan thinks that. That's just the way humans think. So it's it's hard to have patience. And when I say Bill, I meant Belichick. You you just patience is it does it seems like we have less and less patience ever. And and definitely with young guys that are drafted really high. So I'm acknowledging that. But it doesn't change the fact that this is a black and white league. You either win or you lose. That there is no, well, they made a lot of revenue. That you know, they turned a profit. Well, yeah, everyone's turned a profit now. The money is flowing. Like Right now, the market's in shambles, but it's like, yeah, I had a good, I had a good Q1. We are making money. The reason the market's in shambles is because so many of these companies don't make any money, and their stock has been going up, 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 up for years. But it's like they're not actually making any money. In the NFL, you know, you can go four and twelve, or now I guess it would be four and thirteen, and make hundreds of millions of dollars in profit. Now, clearly, you make more when you win. But you still make money when you lose. You know, it's it's why people want to buy NFL teams. It's a it's a very, very profitable endeavor. You know, people want to get a part of guaranteed money. It's like owning an insurance company. Monthly revenue, boop, 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 boop. Never stops coming in. Nothing, nothing like that mailbox money. And the NFL has it. It's called the media deals. That's their mailbox money. So ratings have been up, but even if they dipped, you're still under contract. Like everyone's being critical of the NBA over the last five, six years for the ratings dipped. They didn't make any less money. The TV networks did. They were getting screwed because their ratings were down. They based it on ads. But the, the NBA was getting that money no matter what. So whether the NFL, their ratings could dip in half or grow, the money's set. Like It's a set amount coming their way for the next decade of that television media rights deal. That, that money is coming. Now, big picture, the next deal, it impacts it. But the, the money is flowing. So you got to win. And the way you win in the NFL, let's face it, for the most part, like it's like you can play defense and run the ball. Well, yeah, this isn't 1987. You know, I I guess you could pull that off if you were the Patriots and they might even come up today, but you got to pass the ball and you got to rely on the quarterback. That's why Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes and Herbert, these, you know, Herbert doesn't make big money yet, but he will. Lamar Jackson, eventually um, big money is going to flow. 
So let's start with number five. I'm going to go five to one young players who are under just a ton of pressure. And I'm going to start number five, Zach Wilson. He's in New York, the biggest media market in America. Now, he's playing for the number two team. But let's face it, the the Giants are going to be terrible. They have a quarterback who's a dead man walking. The, the, the Jets are actually going to be the story. Why? Because they've had two pretty good drafts the last couple of years. Like they have a t- they have much more talent on their team than the Giants. And Joe Douglas, who had the number two overall pick when they took Zach Wilson, passed on three other guys. Mac Jones is in his division, who was beating his ass this year. Trey Lance, who I, I didn't talk about Trey Lance and Tua today because I talked about them last week. So obviously they would fall under these categories, but we've been talking about those two guys. And also I didn't count Daniel Jones because I don't really take him that much seriously and I expect him to be done at the end of this year in New York. So Zach Wilson was drafted over Justin Fields and Trey Lance, something I would not have done, and Mac Jones. I would take Zach Wilson over Mac Jones. I'm not denying he's more talented, but there's no guarantee that he'll be as good as Mac Jones. And last year, his numbers were terrible. He threw nine touchdowns and 11 interceptions, but his team was really bad. But when you watch Zach Wilson, besides some flash plays, you went, I don't know. Remember midseason when Zach, and he got hurt. Remember when he got hurt and they started bringing the backups and they started making more plays? You're like, well, I thought the Jets were really terrible, but then the backups come in and they throw touchdowns. Remember the Thursday night game, Josh Johnson was making plays. But now, a year later, right, you get the offseason. He's healthy now. He finished the season. They add it to the offense. Think about two of their top four draft picks. They added arguably the best running back in the draft, Brees Hall, the kid from Iowa State. And they drafted Garrett Wilson, which I would imagine if you pulled mo- most NFL teams, Garrett Wilson would have been the number one wide receiver on the majority of teams' board. Some, you know, the Falcons clearly had uh, Drake London. Some teams might have had Chris Olave. But for my money and people that I talked to, Garrett Wilson, I think, was widely viewed as the number one wide receiver. Well, last year, Elijah Moore is a guy they love. Most people love. He's a really good player. So in the last two years, they've drafted two good young wide receivers. They have two stable running backs. They've drafted offensive linemen the last several years. Now, Mekhi Becton needs to get in shape, but they drafted a lineman last year. They signed Lake and Tomlinson this year. So they've invested a ton into the offense. Now, I'm not expecting this team to compete for the playoffs, but they can't just continue to be a 4-5 win team. Like, eventually, can you just compete to be 500? Even if your final record is 7-9, and nine, can you just be 6-6? Six and six? Now, part of this is Robert Sala. Nice guy. I'm rooting for him. Is he a good head coach? We have no clue. I never loved when Robert got hired and he, and he chose not to be the defensive coordinator. Like, Robert, they're literally hiring you for your defense. And then you give it to Ulbrich, who's been in the NFL a long time. But So I, I just think there is a ton of pressure. There's going to be a ton of eyeballs on this team. That division with Belichick, now the hype in Miami. Uh, obviously the Bills are going to be viewed as one of the best teams in the league. Can this team just be competitive? And for them to be competitive, it's going to start with the quarterback. Can he just be a functional starter? Can we just go, yeah, he was like the top 18 quarterback last year. because, Or, you know, in 2022. Because in 2021, he was really bad. Besides like Justin Fields, there might not have been a worse quarterback in the league. Number four. I put this guy in a little bit different category than Zach Wilson, though he's also a second-year player. Trevor Lawrence was, I would say, in the last probably decade, as hyped of a guy coming into the pros 
as we've seen. Maybe Zion Williams, Williamson, but even he kind of, I wouldn't say came out of nowhere, but it was like one year at Duke. Trevor Lawrence had three years at Clemson. And we all agreed that it's like, this is the best prospect since Andrew Luck. People put him in the category of like Andrew Luck and John Elway. You could say the hype of him coming into the pros is on a short list of like, you know, Bryce Harper's, LeBron James. Like Trevor Lawrence was supposed to be the second coming of just a superstar. And last year, I'm going to give him a little bit of a pass. His head coach was Urban Meyer. That's one of the greatest train wrecks we've ever seen. It was complete embarrassment. Who, did, who could have seen that coming? I don't know, all of us. But they hired him. It happened. He didn't even make it through the season. They had multiple offensive coach. It was a weird deal. So I'm going to give him, unlike Zach Wilson, who I just kind of questioned to begin with, one-year wonder, BYU, crappy competition, COVID year. I had seen Trevor Lawrence against the best and the brightest. I had seen him compete at the highest levels of college football and dominate. So we know he has the skills. He's bigger, stronger, faster than Zach Wilson. But he wasn't that good either as a rookie. Now, part of that might have been just the complete chaos of playing for the Jacksonville Jacks. But now, the excuses are kind of gone. Who's his head coach? He gets rid of Urban Meyer. He gets Doug Peterson, a guy that was the offensive coordinator for a team that would be Bill Belichick in the Super Bowl with Nick Foles. Now, I think the Jets roster is probably a little bit more talented on offense than the Jags, so I'm not expecting the Jags to be some super competitive team. But if you are the second coming, you should look really good, and you should will your team to some wins. Look at Andrew Luck, right? Andrew Luck immediately came in and was playing at a really high level. So can this guy come in, even if they go 6-11, and can you just go, well, you know, the major bright spot of that team was Trevor Lawrence. Because if we don't, we might go, yeah, this guy was a little overhyped. This guy was in a special bubble at Clemson, which it was. All they did was win, played with NFL guys left and right, a little Tua Mac Jones-ish, and didn't go through that much adversity till the pros when he went to the biggest joke of an organization that we have in the league. And I would say they've stabilized a little bit just hiring Doug, a guy who's worked under Andy Reid, went to Philadelphia, head coach, won playoff games. Even Trent Baalke, we can make fun of him. I don't necessarily, but a lot of people do. He has been the general manager of a team that has gone to the Super Bowl, that has won playoff games. Now, you can say that was more hardball, whatever you want, but he drafted some of those guys. Navarro Bowman, Mike Upati. He signed Carlos Rogers, Dante Whitner. He was the GM when those players were acquired. So I'm going to say that they do have capable people now at head coach and a general manager Uh, it's somewhat on Trevor just to play at a much higher level. Okay, the next. Mac Jones, who was obviously the most successful rookie in 2021, right? But unlike Zach Wilson, who went to the Jets, Trevor Lawrence, who went to Urban Meyer, and Fields went to a place where everyone got fired and he had no offensive line, Mac Jones did get to go to Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels. Key word there, Josh McDaniels. Adios, No more Josh McDaniels. I saw a headline the other day that Nelson Aguilar, I don't know if he was asked at OTAs or he was on a podcast, and they asked him, who's going to be the offensive coordinator? And clearly the Patriot guys have been told, keep quiet, do not say anything. And he said, you have to ask Coach Belichick. If you asked any player in the league, any player, if I went to CeeDee Lamb, who's your offensive coordinator? He'd go, Kellen Moore. If I went to... You know, the Zach Wilson, who's your offensive coordinator? He'd go, Matt LaFleur, 
or Mike LaFleur, whichever LaFleur is not the coach of the Packers. If I went to Debo Samuel, he'd say Kyle Shanahan, the Rams, Sean McVay, right? You just go around. You know who the offensive coordinators are. If I went to the Kansas City Chiefs, he said Andy calls the plays. Andy or Biennemi, right? To say that you don't even know, and listen, I think Belichick is capable of being the offensive coordinator, but that's a little weird. Like, losing Josh McDaniels, I don't know, is not nothing. Say what you want. I don't know if he's going to be some great head coach, if he'll resurrect his career, what happened in Denver, but that's a massive, massive loss. Do you know Buzz on the street, and I don't know if this has been publicized, that I've heard coaching the quarterbacks? Joe Judge. (laughs) Joe fucking Judge. Joe Judge was just the guy who had to fire Jason Garrett to hire his buddy, Freddie Kitchens. Now he's going to coach quarterbacks? He couldn't even call plays when he was the head coach, and now he's capable of coaching quarterbacks? He's a special teams coach. Nice guy, but I don't see that. I've also heard that Matt Patricia might be their offensive line coach. So you're going to depend on Joe Judge, who was the special teams coach before he left to the Giants, and Patricia, who was a defensive coordinator, to coach offense? Like, part of, like, listen, Mac Jones kind of is what he is. He's the Kirk Cousins kind of mold, right? Jimmy Garoppolo kind of mold. But he's not like, he's actually closer to Jimmy Garoppolo than anyone wants to admit through 13 interceptions last year. And as the season went on, now granted, he was a rookie. You know, he kind of slowed down. But to me, the biggest thing that I worry about is like, ultimately, Belichick is the head coach. And the defense is his baby, special teams is his baby, the team's his baby. Now he's going to be the offensive coordinator. Well, he's going to depend on Patricia and Joe Judge. I don't like those guys coaching my offense. Nope, not, uh, not at all. So I actually feel somewhat bad for Mac Jones as he's going to have to rely on those two guys. So basically, this is going to be Belichick teaching those guys what to do. I don't love this situation at all. Their offensive playmakers are more than questionable. The division, I don't love Tua, uh, but Miami does have a lot of talent. Obviously, the Bills are a powerhouse. We watched them play the the Patriots when they had Josh McDaniels and they got curb stomped. Uh, the Jets just have more talent this year than they did last year. I don't know, man. I, I I think Mac Jones is under a lot of pressure. Just he's got to carry people now. It's like you can't depend on Joe Judge and Patricia. <laughs> Mac Jones is gonna have to operate like he's a big time quarterback, and I don't know if he's physically gifted enough to do that. You know, as someone who's been critical is the wrong word, just not a huge fan of the guy's game. I, I just I I do feel bad for him a little bit this year that he's got to deal with Joe Judge and Matt Patricia. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. They help you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Did you know 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites? LinkedIn's the only one I use. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. 
Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N. That's linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Number two. Uh, I I think most of us agree this guy's got some diva qualities. And listen... I would say most human beings that are really, really good at something, you know, a large percentage of them can have some diva qualities. Some are just better about keeping it to themselves. Uh, This guy had his agent make an all-time statement and bitching and moaning about the money when he had just had the most embarrassing playoff loss we'd ever seen. And he's only three years in. It's not like he's been there four or five years. Now, granted, they made the playoffs. And Kyler Murray has helped resurrect the franchise. Though their defense has really, really improved the last couple of years. But I give Kyler credit last year. Here's the problem, though. Back-to-back seasons, he's kind of fallen apart at the end of the season. And why is that? Well, you go, well, he's not the biggest guy. No one disputes his arm talent, his ability to push the ball down the field, his ability to run around. But his ability to be... Uh, operating close to 100% in December is slim to none. We have two years of evidence now. And I think part of it is the way he plays. He gets thrown to the ground. It's just hard to maintain high level of play when you're small. And now he wants basically Josh Allen, Kyler, uh, Patrick Mahomes money, right? He's where the other guy who really is his comp, even though he's a better player, Lamar Jackson's like, I'll just play it out. And we'll see over OTAs, whether he shows up, you know, it feels like they're in a much better place. The organization had to use their first-round pick to trade for his buddy, who's not like a second-year player. This guy is basically contract-eligible right now. So they used a 23rd pick on Hollywood Brown, who's a talented player, but he's tiny. And now they got Rondale Moore, they got Kyler Murray, they got Hollywood Brown. They got a lot of small players with Hopkins being out. So this isn't Texas Tech playing K-State. You're playing the Niners and the Rams. Now, granted, they beat the Niners last twice last year, They beat Seattle last year. I mean, they had a successful season, except at the end when they fell apart. And then that playoff game, which is hard to forget. I think when you make a statement, I would say anything in life, 
when you get really loud at your company or your industry about what you're owed, the the spotlight goes on you, especially when you're one of the more talented guys in your industry. So the spotlight is Kyler Murray's the number one pick. We talk about him no matter what. But now when you make a statement like you want to get paid, you think you're one of the best players, we're all locked in on your play. I think he's really going to be dissected. Now, the good part is, even if the season goes a little haywire, let's say they underachieve, miss the playoffs, he still would have value on the open market. But this, this is a big... If he wants to get paid by the Cardinals, to me, he has to sustain it all season long and get them back to the playoffs. Uh, and number one, I went off the beaten path a little bit. Obviously, a lot of these guys are young players. This guy's only 26 years old, despite being in the NFL a long time. But Deshaun Watson, who just got $230 million guaranteed, basically got like a Steph Curry contract. And he has not played a game in a season. Clearly, a lot of people, including myself, and you guys know me, I'm not some moral high horse guy. Just, I I wasn't necessarily uncomfortable. It's not my money. It's not my team, whatever. But I understand people like, what? They they, They gave up what? They paid him what? They, they set a precedent in the league doing to who? It's one thing if Josh Allen or Mahomes or Lamar set some record. It's another thing with the guy who is under investigation for 22 allegations of sexual assault. And he's got a longtime girlfriend. So I, I think we can go, yeah, I think his character's called into question. Doesn't mean he's a rapist. Doesn't even mean he's guilty. Just means like, is this the most trustworthy guy? Now, he's not the first quarterback, and he definitely won't be the last to cheat on his girlfriend. But like, I, I just think Deshaun Watson was known as this super high character, great guy a couple years ago, someone you would want to build your franchise around to probably his approval ratings at an all-time low, except his bank account's going to be at an all-time high. And when you're the quarterback, like I, I don't know if, how long he's going to get suspension, suspended. He could get four games, could get six games. Some people think that the league wants to suspend him to the following year until all these trials, or I'm not a lawyer, I, I get the verbiage mixed up. All this stuff is figured out. So who knows? I, I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine. But he's going to be participating. I saw a picture of him running around at OTAs. We're going to hear him talk during the spring. He's going to be their starting quarterback in the fall in camp. So he's going to be talking in training camp. And you talk about Kyler Murray, you know, a, a, a microscoped and, you know, basically a huge light being on that guy. I would say it's tenfold on Deshaun Watson. His situation, you know, just how he's handling it. Uh, just the whole thing. The pressure on the franchise. Like two guys. The, the crazy part about the Browns doing this is they traded basically their future. All the first round picks some second round picks, all the picks. They are run by, not like Mr. Al Davis, right? Some renegade couple guys who don't care about character. You look at Andrew Barry, Ivy League educated, very well respected around the NFL, and Kevin Stefanski. Everyone that I know really likes him. Ivy League guy, good coach. And they basically stake their career, but most of, more importantly, their career, they're, those guys are millionaires. Their reputations in their industry on this human being which I think is pretty risky because under no circumstances, it's they could know for a fact. They, they just they, they were not there. And until this stuff goes away, it's still there. And even when it goes away, let's face it, it never really does. Roethlisberger fought it for years. 
People were calling him names and talking shit about his character. And listen, he earned that. Just like Deshaun Watson, no matter what, moving forward, has earned people questioning his ability to make decisions. Like, Patrick Mahomes doesn't find himself in this situation. Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson, like, the bar's really high. We, we don't judge you like wide receivers. Like, ultimately, Antonio Brown, Terrell Owens, it's people move on fast. Quarterbacks, no, because they make all the money, and you win and lose because of them. So, whether, I don't know how long he's going to get suspended, like I said, but I, I think this is going to be one of the more polarizing situations for the league in the offseason and definitely in training camp with this guy. And then when he gets suspended, how they acclimate him back. Jacoby Brissett, I mean, they have a really good team on paper. So, you know, I, I would put Deshaun Watson in a different category than these other guys. And really, Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence, and Mac Jones kind of fall in their own category, being second-year players. Kyler, just because of the money and how much, I mean, they drafted him number one overall, but the, we've never seen anything like Deshaun Watson what they traded and what they paid for him. And I don't think we're going to see anything like that anytime soon because no team, most quarterbacks that are as good as Deshaun Watson are beloved in their organization or high character, like fan favorite, organizational favorite, great players. You know, you know, they, they would never trade that player. This guy was traded for a reason. Uh, I'm just fascinated to watch it play out. And uh, I, OTAs, I mean, they're, they're rocking and rolling now. So we'll... We'll be getting highlights as the weeks go on of people on on uh, on the field. Uh, you know the ebb and flow of younger players, how things are going, coaches talking, offensive coordinator, defensive coordinators talking. So it's, it's kind of a lighter but fun time of year for the National Football League. Subscribe to the podcast. See you tomorrow. Adios. <laughs>
What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.